0: We're going to be talking about New Zealand's extreme abortion laws. And we have Heather Rayner as our guest host and, of course, my wife as my host with me. So um, we're going to dive into things uh, and get started right after this.
1: Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the kingdom age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, KingdomTalksMedia.com. Now, enjoy the show.
0: All right, as I mentioned, very excited to have uh, Ian Johnson on. It's been a little while, Ian. Um, Tell us a little bit about what's going on. I I was actually totally uh, caught off guard when someone sent me uh, uh, something, a post on Facebook, that was yeah. stating that you were running for office in New Zealand. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that and then we'll jump into the extreme yeah. abortion laws. But I'd like to hear what prompted you to jump in, which might be yeah. the extreme abortion laws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, p- partly, I mean, there's, there's, <clears throat> there's been a lot of um, what we
2: call kill bills uh, introduced in the last, uh, uh, parliament in New Zealand. And, and while we've done a lot of things, we've done court cases, we've done uh, protests, we've done submissions to parliament, we've done uh, everything. And actually still they don't listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, um, you know, when the Lord came to me, I initially started working in the background of the party that I'm running for, which is one party, mm-hmm. uh, which is a Christian based party. Um, so I was working in the back, in the background, uh, and then it just became obvious that the Lord was was pulling me out to to run myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always you know been politically interested, but the the answer to that was that the Lord really challenged me because you know Joseph you know, was taken right into government in Egypt, and and actually for mm-hmm. such an and Esther is the other example for such a time as this that 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 Esther was pulled into into government and. And it's been a big shift for me personally because uh, obviously people see you know Ian Johnson the prophet or Ian Johnson the 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 conference speaker or whatever and, and, and in some ways that hasn't you know people haven't adjusted well to that to, to the to the shift, but I've just got to be obedient to what God's yes. asking yeah. me to do.
3: We so honor your obedience to do that. That's yes. a, a huge transition, I'm sure.
4: Yes. Yes, we do. It's awesome, Ian. Huge honour. So, can you tell us a bit about the extreme abortion laws that that you have been been talking to me about?
2: Yes. Um, well, New Zealand already had uh, a, an abortion law which came in in nineteen seventy seven. The Contraception, Sterilisation, and Abortion Bill nineteen seventy seven mm-hmm. came in, and so we already had abortion up to twenty weeks uh on on the books people uh, were uh, able to um, access that there were a number of checks and balances in place uh with that piece of legislation two doctors had to sign off two different doctors not in the same practice um Mm. and so forth and uh, i mean at the end of the day uh, the bill was sold to new zealanders as being uh, something that uh would um, decriminalized Abortion. So, any a uh, woman was had an abortion. In essence, under the mm-hmm. old law, they could still be uh, prosecuted. Although nobody in New Zealand had ever been prosecuted un- under under the law. So, so the way the bill, this current bill, which is the Abortion Amendment Bill 2020, um, was sold to mm-hmm. New Zealanders before the COVID thing, was that it was going to be. Uh, just uh, a piece of legislation that would make it safe for women that they didn't feel like they were going to be prosecuted. Mm. But behind the scenes, right. uh, what was happening was uh, all these other amendments were placed in, uh, which uh, have made New Zealand's law now one of the most extreme laws uh, in the world. So wow. uh, this current um current uh, the amendments that came through and it all got pushed through under cover of COVID-19 so New Zealand went the lockdown on March the let me uh, please forgive me if my date is a day or two out I wasn't uh, but I think it was March the 18th or 19th the announcement of lockdown it might have been before that it doesn't matter anyway there was only days in between uh, and uh, and normally uh, the New Zealand parliamentary system is, there's a lot of um, safeguards in there to prevent this sort of legislation going through without at least a robust debate.
0: Yes. Wow.
2: So it's introduced to the house, uh, that's called the first reading mm-hmm. uh, and- uh, And when happened, was that? Sorry, that actually happened in, uh, I think about September or October, 2019. So that created, a whole lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? So the, the opposers to what people saw was coming, you know, mm-hmm. we marched on parliament several times, like in the parliament grounds, there were meetings, uh, everybody was writing to the politicians. Uh, there were 26,000 submissions, uh, written submissions, uh, some of which were requesting a face-to-face uh, ability to give a submission. So. Uh, all of those submissions came in and then they they kept, uh, then when COVID came like the, all the attention went on COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And so the second reading of the bill was in early March. And in the second reading of a bill in New Zealand, what happens is um, uh, it's read again for the second time. And it's, 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 uh, it's, it's then referred to what they call um, public submissions and so what's called the committee stage so uh, politicians from both sides of the house in committee listen to submissions and then make recommendations for uh, you know amendments to the bill or whatever to make it a better better piece of legislation right that just basically went through Rush, they listened to a handful of the 25,000 submissions. 91%, I might add, that were opposed to the to the bill. Wow. Wow. And uh, they listened to a handful, but because of COVID excuses, they said, No, no, we haven't got time. We just so they pushed it through to the third reading, which was two days before lockdown. So of course, everybody's uh, attention wasn't on uh, an abortion bill, but it was on um and it's not so much even the abortion issue that's the problem it's the it's the lack of democracy and transparency that yeah. the bill got pushed through on and so what happened was um, the third reading came up um on the night be- two nights i think it was before lockdown and uh, so the third reading is normally uh what happens on the third reading is it's read for the third time and then it's then it's put to what's regarded as the committee of the house so, so, so the second reading is com- um, the committee stage, which gives public opportunity. The third stage is that it gives politicians the opportunity to argue within the house uh, for you know, to make the law better. They cut mm-hmm. that out completely. The bill was pushed through in what's wow. called under urgency, which is legal, but a bit dodgy. Yeah. Um, uh, and, 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 and it was pushed through under urgency cutting out um, the, the the remainder of the um, public submissions and cutting out completely, except for about uh, an hour or two hours debate that they had in the chamber uh, from crazy. other opposing views. It was televised, but most people didn't watch it.
4: Yeah,
2: that is crazy. So most New Zealanders right now don't know how extreme the laws are. Some of the amendments, <clears throat> for instance, uh, uh like if a baby it, it's called the born alive uh, amendment uh, and uh, this this will shock you but if a baby uh, so it makes abortion legal up to full term now um they up to nine months but if you read the legislation there's no doubt uh, so so now uh, there's no way so a doctor can on on basis of his conscience say no I don't want to perform the abortion. But he's not allowed, so he's he's actually compelled by the legislation to actually refer the patient to a doctor who will say yes.
0: Mm-hmm. So wow. in the
2: past was that check balance. Now that's not there because, you know, um they it gets referred to Doctor Death uh you know, down the road and he just signs it off and says, Yeah, that's fine. So up to full term. Now the born alive legislation is um, such a wicked piece of legislation It actually states. So, um, and this piece uh, of legislation came about because of an amendment of a concerned politician who put in an amendment to say, you know, if a baby's born alive, then under the Hippocratic oath, doctors should go do everything they can in their power to, mm-hmm. to actually uh, revive that child and, yeah. and uh, maintain life. Um, and that, that amendment was voted down. Uh-huh. And so why people think it's not there is because oh, they goodness. think, oh, it was voted down. But actually it's the opposite. Because it was voted down, it now means that legally a doctor is under no obligation to keep a baby alive
3: mm.
2: or give any pain relief mm. uh, to the child uh, once, once it's born. And uh, the, the term, obviously, fetus is used, uh, even, even in full term, that because and um, i've been talking to heather about this i mean the thing that uh, riles me i suppose is that you know if i punched a woman in the stomach and she miscarried Mm -hmm. i could be charged under new zealand law for manslaughter Mm -hmm. uh, uh, at at the least yeah Uh, but if i perform an abortion on the same woman up to full term uh, and don't revive a child that's born alive um, it's uh, under new zealand legislation now that's okay Wow, and,
3: wow. Uh, and that's one of the reasons Amazing.
2: obviously because um, there needs to be a voice of righteousness we've tried everything else we've tried the submissions we've done prayer meetings we even had uh, we actually even had um, Christians on both sides of the gallery which is above where the politicians sit and we were arcing across the gallery uh, mm-hmm. so, and, and there was a lot of confusion <clears throat> that, that that created because the demonic wasn't very happy uh, mm. but but the, the, the level of wickedness yes. uh, you know that that this bill represents uh, was all done under the guise of this yes. is this is all good for women's rights nobody's going to get prosecuted now mm. uh, for this and it, it, it's actually yes. just pure yes. wickedness
4: that's amazing Ian. may I ask you um, about your your parliamentary system because it's not the same as we have in the UK or the USA. Um, and so can you explain to me how somebody who is not in your region who could not vote for you as their MP locally actually could help you to get into office?
1: Right.
2: So we have a proportional representation system, a bit like Germany, I think,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. and uh, uh, so we have um, politicians who stand for an electorate um, so it's a little over half of the politicians have a, have a seat that you can get voted into, but the other half uh, get uh, into parliament based on a percentage of the vote that your party gets. Okay. So, so New Zealanders can vote for one party for me, uh, and, or, and others, or, obviously, but uh, I'm high enough on the list that if, if people voted for one party, I would be in parliament. Uh, and um, so we need to get five percent of the total vote uh to get any mps and then that would give us like um just over five and a half percent would give us seven or eight um politicians christian based politicians with a voice in parliament there are other christians obviously in other parties so i want
0: to just say real quick and i just want to say to the audience listening that If you don't get this, what you need to do is make sure you pass this video around and let people know to vote. Get out and vote, right? Because uh, if you know, it's like in America and almost any any other place, a majority of the people actually don't get out and vote. And this is the time and this is the season that. Christians need to be stepping up. You, If you're watching this and you're a Christian and you are in favor of what Ian is talking about, you need to take part, you need to step it up, you need to get out, you need to do your part in order to shift this whole atmosphere that's been going on around the world. So, uh, yeah, Ian is in a position that he can make a difference. So you can make a difference by getting out and voting.
3: And hopefully you can understand too, that you there's uh, what I understand at least is there's two votes and so if, if they don't like the person in their district, that's immaterial, but they can make the vote in the general population yes. for the party, uh, which yes, would right. help you. So yeah, that's so important because sometimes vote. they may think, oh, well, you know, I don't, I don't wanna support the person in my party, so I'm just not gonna vote, but that yeah. would be hurting. Yes.
2: Yeah, and it's a good point you make, Gil. I mean, I think there's 2.8 million voters in New Zealand uh, and the last election in 2017, actually nearly a million didn't vote wow. it was, um, because it's yeah. not actually compulsory to vote. And so um, if there's ever been a time for Christians to get out and vote, and, the, and, and there was over a million Christians uh, registered to vote that we, you know, that, you know, on, according to the census, we, we actually could be the kingmakers if Christians yeah. united on one day Absolutely. and actually, yeah. and actually that vote into Parliament and we really feel like God has mandated us to, to actually bring that sound into the New Zealand government. Yes. Yeah.
4: That's amazing, Ian. I've, I've got another question uh, because everyone wants to see um, uh, uh, women being safe and well and sometimes a woman is in an impossible position with mm a pregnancy have you got any plans to actually give women other options other than abortion uh, when you do get into power
0: it's a good question yeah.
2: yeah yeah it is a good question and actually that's one of the one of the key things i'm personally campaigning on is our adoption bill uh, it's called the adoption bill 1955 uh, is is a very old and antiquated piece of legislation that needs overhauling and i propose that actually if we make uh, adoption uh, a more viable um, option. Uh, then um, it it's, it it actually takes away the, like you say, Heather, the 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 woman's uh, fear that she has no other options. Yeah. So yeah. we want to make adoption so attractive that mm-hmm. we can make uh, abortion a thing of the past. Because the reality is, we live in a secular society, and it's you know regardless of whether there's legislation. Making abortion legal or not, um, the the reality is: before we had an abortion law, people used to get backstreet abortions, and it was a horrific situation. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to return to that situation. So, right. from a secular society, it's hard to legislate, uh, you know, righteous laws in that sense banning abortion. Although we do have a fetal heartbeat, um, you know, piece of legislation that we want to when a making it illegal. But so what? What I'm suggesting is that, um, we need we need these options like making adoption, uh, counselling, support financially for teenage mothers yes. in particular, yes. uh, who uh, find themselves pregnant and, and then you know they can't go to school, so they feel like the only option. So we want to make schooling and support financially for them and their family um, to to actually, uh, you know, make the child's life uh, a viable life. Uh, That's because, wonderful. Uh, For God, the I child is a viable life anyway. I but love I that. Here- Sorry, Heather. But, yeah. That's no, just I've so great. Stories. Yeah. I've heard a lot of stories about the reason why some people have abortions and Christian mothers, um, you know, before they were Christians, you know, some of them have. And the reasons why is completely understandable, but... But not acceptable. You know what I'm saying? It's not that it's, and so we don't judge them for it. That's we, good. We yeah. say we need ways to make it, impo- you know, impossible almost, because because there's so many other options.
1: Uh, and yeah. so that's what yeah. we'll. Explore. Yeah.
0: Now, one of the things that- that's going to happen here is, uh, you know, this is part one of a two-part series, and what we really want to know is, is your feedback. So as you're listening to this, we would love to hear your comments, see your comments yes. in uh, YouTube and Facebook. Uh, put those down there so that uh, we can respond, because in our part two, we are going to respond to your comments. So please mm-hmm. make sure that you take the time to make your comments, uh, even if it's in, in, in opposition. We want to hear it so that we can, uh, you know, Ian especially, can, uh, you know have some answers for you when we do part two. So, again, if you're listening to this, this is on a Monday, and we're going to do part two on Friday. So, uh, please, please make some comments. Um, We're going to take a break right now, uh, let you know a little bit about what uh, Adina and I are about with Kingdom Talks, and we'll be right back after this. Hey
1: there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next-age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab.
0: Now. All right, so we are back with Ian Johnson and our guest host, Heather Rayner, and my wife, Adina. We are having a great conversation. Ian, I just feel like you're bringing a lot of answers to for a lot of people that maybe haven't felt like there's been answers. Um, you've got options and Anyway, I just want to continue down this road. I don't know, Adina, if you have any questions or Heather, but I'll let you jump in. And
3: Well, I just, just wanted to say that we understand this is a, a sensitive topic for many people. And there may be some women out there who have had abortions. <coughs> and this is not about judgment, not about condemnation. When we understand the restorative nature of the love of God, yeah. that he uses all things. And so we just want to extend uh, love and forgiveness and compassion to you. Um, and all of any resources we have for healing um, in those areas. And I know Adina
0: is not just speaking for herself or me, but Ian and Heather, there is not, I don't believe in any of us, uh, you know, an ounce of judgment against anyone who has had these abortions. Uh, But we do want to support Ian in these elections, because I do believe, Ian, you're bringing up some good alternatives.
4: Yes, so much. And I would like to just... um, say as well how much we honor you ian yes. and i know that that you are are giving up about three months of your working life to do this and that income stream has been interrupted to serve the kingdom and serve life in this way and so i would just like to bring um the uh, the website that that people can can jump onto and trade into ian johnson if you would like to trade in, have you got the, the link there, Gil, put up for people?
0: Actually, I don't. We'll
3: get it up. Um, we will
0: put it up when uh, in the notes. So make yeah. sure you send that to me an email. And that way people will have the link there that they can click on immediately and just go right into it. But, yeah, that that is a good good thing as well to make sure Ian is being supported through this. Yes. Uh, oh, Again, I just can't say how important it is. I would hope that Christians can look around in the world right now and see that things are out of control in a lot of ways, and that you have the power. In fact, Ian, as you said, that if the Christians stepped up and went to bat and actually voted in New Zealand, you would, you know, they would have the reigning vote. Same thing in America, uh, and I don't know about UK. I would believe that's probably similar there. But the the point is that we. We need to step up. Unfortunately, Christians have had an idea and an attitude that, oh, God's going to take care of everything. And he does take care of everything, but he uses people oftentimes to do that. And so we need to be responding to what Father is saying. Go and ask the Father, what is it and how is it that he would like you to vote or to be involved and and do that. We as Christians have got to step up and get involved. If we don't, the chaos, unfortunately, is probably going to continue because I, I don't think the world knows how to handle what's going on. It really doesn't, and yet I believe Father has all the answers, and so we really need to do. We really need to step up, and I can't express that enough. Yeah, <laughs>
3: it's going to be our joy. Yes. We we will trade into um, you in because this is yes. uh, something very key yes. that uh, needs to be examined and looked at, and we just honor what you're doing. Yes, we love you, Ian.
4: And I love your um, creativity in how you're thinking about providing um, support, financial support, and uh, easier um, adoption abilities. I have heard from my American friends that it costs something like $40,000 to adopt a child in the US, making it almost impossible. And actually, I would like to see a complete reversal of the thought process. I would love to see um, uh, women who, who find themselves with a pregnancy they can't keep uh, actually, uh, having the, the 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 facility to be able to be called a, a surrogate mother and okay. to be blessed and honoured in in that way and supported in that way and even maybe paid nuisance money for the uh, morning sickness, the uh, sleepless nights, the lost income, um, etc., so that adoption becomes the easiest way forward and uh, abortion becomes the last resort and not the first response.
0: Very good. Well, Ian, we have uh, about five more minutes. Um, Would love to hear any other thoughts that you have. Again, speaking to the audience that uh, we want to hear your comments. It's important for you to get your comments out there so when we do part two that Ian will have a chance to respond to these. We would love to hear those, but uh, anyway, Ian, what would you like to wrap up with?
2: It's yeah, just that um, you know um, we're we're obviously looking for prayer as well. Like you know, this is a this is a battleground, and as you understand, uh, you know, new um, my friend Kathy Walters used to say, "New levels, new devils," and, and, <laughs> and actually, when, when you take on this political realm, it, it is actually. Um, uh quite you know and so that's why i encourage anybody watching especially in the united states you know um you know pray for your president you know like this this the the level of demonic at a political level is is unbelievable i mean i'm a pretty seasoned campaigner uh, in in the realm of the spirit myself but when you when you start to see and you start to get into the actual workings of the system you understand I just will finish with this: that most countries are probably the same, and Christians need to wake up, wake up, rise up, and yeah. vote up for this reason. That you know, the, the many of the uh, agenda, um, uh, you know, um, pe- you know, organisations and like uh, are forty years ahead of the Christians. So they've yeah. been, they've been infiltrating government for nearly forty years. And and we're just starting to wake up now. Yeah,
0: we've got absolutely. forty
2: make up in, in six months, and, yeah. and it's time. It's time that Christians actually understood that. Yes, pray, you're praying. God answers prayers. Seeking yeah. the face of God. Yes, God loves to presence Himself with us. But actually, yeah. if you read the Scripture, uh, every time that we pray, every time that we seek something, God says, "I've got an answer, and it's called you." Yeah, yeah. and. At, Bill was talking earlier, I, I heard the voice of Mordecai mm-hmm. and I can hear the voice of Mordecai when he was, um, you know, he stood as his uh, young charges adopted niece up and said, um, how do you know that you weren't born for such a time as this? And if somebody's mm-hmm. watching this video, uh, and they will be, of course, uh, mm-hmm. that, that, but I believe the voice of Mordecai will hit your heart. How mm-hmm. do you know that you weren't? born for such a time as this and and it's it's oh okay, you know all prayer protest submissions everything's fine but yes. you know we may be the answer and that's
0: what god's yes. done to me come on yeah
4: absolutely yeah. and we are going to come together on zoom on the 19th of september yes in in europe and america and uh, the 20th in in new zealand and pray into this. And And Heather, where can they find more
0: information on that?
4: We're going to be putting more information in the notes on that. So if you would like to come to that, message us, and and, uh, we will bring information about that in part two.
0: I love it. Okay. All right. Well, Blessings to everybody. I hope this is inspiring you. Honestly, seriously, I can't say it enough. I've said it already. But as Christians, we've got to get out and start taking action. And in this case, that action is voting for whatever Father's telling you to vote for. But here's Ian Johnson, who is, I believe, standing in the gap for the Father in the sense of he's bringing kingdom into the earth. He's doing what all of us need to be doing, but he's doing it in a place of a higher responsibility, and he's willing to take that position and take the hit. So be praying for Ian. Keep him in your prayers. Uh, Be keeping all of the politicians that are standing for kingdom, keeping them in prayer, because this is so vital this season. It's absolutely a must for each and every one of us to stand up and do our part. So I love you all. Blessings. And we will look forward to seeing you next time. Ian, again, honor you, bless you. Thank you for being on here. Heather, thank you. And uh, we will see you all next time. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you
1: for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least... We ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.